This has got to be the best idea I've ever had. I mean, think about it. Dope goes for way more awesomer price than jail. Supply and command. Just remember, Leahy, what comes around is all around. And number two or three or whatever number we're on, it doesn't take rocket appliances to realize all you got to do is take a fucking chain, hook it up to a truck, and yank the fucking bank machine out of the store. Exactly. Get two birds stolen at once. Apparently, it's clear to see who makes the pants here. Sorry, boys. What if he has rabies? Ricky, it's rabies with a B, not rabies. Some people say my dad's fucked because he lives at the goddamn dump. Well, let me tell you this, my dad's not fucked. He's taught me a lot of good stuff. And one thing he taught me recently is that one man's garbage is another man's person's good ungarbage. And I'm going to roll with that. Make like a tree and fuck off. Listen, man, if you go down to the store and get me some jalapeno chips and $2 worth of pepperoni, I'll hang out with you for a bit. Sure. Jalapeno. Not jalapeno. What in the fuck are you guys talking about? Jalapeno. That's how you pronounce it. I know how to pronounce it. I ordered fucking jalapeno. I ordered jalapeno, Randall. <laughs> what, what, what was that? I, I, I know I've seen that movie. Um, so it's the trailer park boys. Okay. Those are Rickyisms. Okay. He j- he says shit like that all the time, like, um, you know, kill two birds with one stone. He's like, hit two birds stoned at once. <laughs> <laughs> he says them wrong every time. Right. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, welcome back to the show. Happy Sunday. I'm Sean. And I'm Randy. And we're here today, boys and girls, men and women, or whatever you would like to be called today. Right, Randy? Right. We don't discriminate here. That's for sure. So, anyway, unless you're a furry. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, we hope you guys had a good week. Sorry about last week with the audio. I don't know what the hell happened. This is why we need a tech person here to figure this shit out. But we don't. <coughs> so it's fine. Whatever. We'll just we just roll with it. Roll with it. Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed our guest at least, James, the prepper. Yeah. He had some good information. Pretty good. Um also, we're having a guest today. Ooh, from Central Europe. Nisha will be calling in here shortly. And then we'll see what happens there. Yeah. She's a mobile app developer by day, and she's a uh, mental health advocate by night. So, yeah, I'm I'm about the mental health, kind of. Are you? Well, you know, I'm crazy <laughs> as shit, so. Yeah. They haven't made anything to fix me yet. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Um, I I I, um, I seen actually it was on the news. What was it last night? Uh, men don't like mental health. Really? Yeah. It depends on what kind of mental health. Right. Well, yeah. I don't think men uh, do well with any kind of emotional stuff at all anyway. Right, or talking about stuff. Yeah, or talking <laughs> about your feelings, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's just not something we do. Um, women would, I'm sure, prefer it that way, but it's just not going to happen. You're never going to drag a guy's feel. Well, okay, I don't want to say never. Give him a bottle of Jack Daniels, <laughs> and then he'll probably cry, tell you all about his feelings. 
<coughs> that could definitely happen. Been there, done that. You ever cried on whiskey, Randy? Um, to be honest with you, I I don't drink whiskey most of the time. I know that. Shocking. But have you? But in uh, the past, like when you were young. No, I don't think so. Really? Shit, man. Never got on the old whiskey cry, huh? I think uh, everybody I know, besides <laughs> you, has been on the whiskey cry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I normally I I steer away from whiskey, but it's not good for you, kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't end well. Even if you had a good night and you didn't do anything stupid, right? You didn't cry. You didn't get into a fight. You didn't say shit you're going to regret. None of that. Say you had a perfect, drunk, fun night. The next day is going to be awful. You're going to feel like shit. Well, I've probably had that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I've had that a <laughs> couple of times. A couple yeah. hundred handfuls of times. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not a whiskey guy. I love whiskey. Now, I mean, I like it. Like whiskey I drinkers would is would knock me in the face for saying this, but I I like, you know, I like Jack and Coke, Crown and Coke. Yeah, you know, whiskey and Coke, not a whole bunch of Coke, just a little splash in there. Coca Cola. I just don't know how in the fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pop soda pop. Uh, not cocaine. <laughs> Shoo, that might be risky. Right. <laughs> Putting some booger sugar in your whiskey. It might not be good. Yeah, I don't know. Um But yeah, but I don't I, I just don't know like I guess it's like the same thing with beer, right? Like when you first start drinking beer, you first try beer when you're young, you're like Yeah shit. I don't know how people sit around drinking shit. Yeah. But then you acquire a taste for it and it's like, Oh yeah, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. So it must be the same way if you start out with whiskey, right? Eventually, you just start drinking whiskey, like just a whiskey, no no chaser, no no mixer, nothing. Probably, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, do you remember? Um, I mean, like all the all the TV shows in the eighties. I don't know if you remember, but they always had the the uh, you know the whiskey. Room, or you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, say for example, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like Scarface exa- or, or whatever. They or had Dallas, that. like yeah. say Dallas. And Dallas like, was a TV show. Get you a drink? Yeah, yeah let's give you a scotch. Yeah, and it's like you know, eleven o'clock in the morning or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just can't do it. I can't pour. I couldn't pour a glass of whiskey and just be like happy with that. Be like, mmm, you know, <laughs> right. I'm going to take a drink and be like, <laughs> get them fucking whiskey bumps. Right. Anyway, we don't have to talk about that all day. No. If we don't want to. Let's not. Let's not. It's a trigger for us. Whiskey. Let's go get some real quick. No, I'm just kidding. Here I I I meant to bring this up on the last one. Okay. But uh so I was talking to my brother the other night, my older brother. And the funny thing is, uh he goes uh we were t- we were talking about like uh 
government and all that stuff or whatever. Right. But anyway, so <laughs> I brought – I don't know if I brought it up or if he brought it up. I can't remember. But he goes, uh, yeah, I don't um, – he goes, I don't think – we, we started talking about Epstein. Oh, boy. Jeffrey Epstein, <clears throat> right? And he goes, I don't think he's dead. <laughs> I, he goes, he goes. I just don't believe it. Well, is he out there still on Pedophile Island? Well, no, because they're selling that. But anyway, so I don't who, know. Bill Gates, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who. But anyway, uh, yeah, he was like, I just don't believe he's dead. Somebody that that, that was that, um, that influence. Uh, influential and powerful. <coughs> I I just can't see that they're dead. Well, JFK's dead. He's pretty influential and powerful. That's true. Well, I'm not saying I agree with him, but that's <laughs> what's his point. Don't I, mess with the Clintons. <laughs> no, just don't, kidding. Don't mess with the Clintons. If you take anything away from his, uh. <laughs> Supposed suicide. That's what you take away. I mean, we could. T- I mean, we could go down way down rabbit holes with that story if we wanted to. Right. I just. I. Uh, I just don't understand how it's possible. Okay, that you're in a federal penitentiary, or federal holding jail holding. The yeah, cameras, the cameras go off. Go off. The, and Two the, guards. The are guards sleeping. are asleep. <laughs> yeah. And then Epstein hangs himself. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, they should have thought about that narrative. They should have had a panel of people come in and be like, "Okay, this is a scenario. You're in a federal penitentiary. You know, cameras." Go off mysteriously. The two guards that are supposed to be guarding this guy on suicide watch, anyway, fall asleep. Both of them. I, you know what? You, would you believe that story? And I guarantee most of them is going to go no, no. I, I I agree with you there, but uh, I just think they don't even care anymore. I mean, they're what Obama? What did didn't Obama kill a American citizen? Uh, teenage boy. Or something like that. He killed several with his Obamacare. Anyway. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking <laughs> about... Uh, he car- he killed a, an American citizen. Uh, I mean, you know, and then they're... Oh, yeah. And now Trump's going to get arrested for, put, you know, paying hush money to a... a, a fucking porn star. Porn star. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I don't know. Number one, that's not illegal, right? Right. So who cares? Like, okay, I'm married, you're married. If we went out on one of our excursions, which we are not allowed to do anymore, absolutely not. We can't be trusted. (laughs) Oh, that's for sure. (laughs) We can't trust ourselves. That's what it is. (laughs) So we go out on an excursion. We bang some fucking chicks. We pay them some, like, shh, don't tell nobody about this shit. That's not illegal. No. You're paying them to shut their mouth, not um, to... They're trying to get him on, um, I think they're trying to get Trump on. So he, so what happened was, 
the lawyer for Trump paid the woman, and then Trump paid the lawyer. So Trump wrote it off as, uh, oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like a like, like, like a, a tax write off yeah, or yeah. something. Oh, yeah, I he wrote you. it off as like some kind of um, what what did he say? Um, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, They're never gonna let up until after the election's over. Oh no! no They're no, gonna no. just keep. Oh yeah, yeah. If he if he gets out of this unscathed, then it's gonna be something oh, new. You know what? Something new. You know what? He's gonna get out of the unscathed. If if he actually gets arrested, which, I mean, by the time this comes out, he might be arrested already. He's gonna get out in one day. He's gonna pay the fine. Yeah, it's, it's like a five hundred dollar fine or something like that. But and then then it's gonna be the best thing for him. Yeah. Well, for political purposes. Well, yeah, saying. but now see the media is going to turn it around and try to make him out to be a cheater, right? And uh oh, no. Shoot. <laughs> he's already he's already he's already dusted that dust off a long time ago. I know, but they're going <laughs> to they're going to bring it up again. Try to make, you know, all the like American housewife type women, you know, hate him or oh, whatever. Yeah, they yeah. they already hate him, so who cares? Yeah. I don't like him. He's a cheater. Yeah, actually, so is every other president. Did you forget about actually Clinton? <laughs> right. <laughs> JFK with Marilyn Monroe? Right. Actually, my wife, last night, um, my son and his wife was over, and the grandbaby was over. And anyway, um, so I just randomly said, hey, did they arrest Trump yet? And uh, everybody said, because they were all on their phones, right? So right. I just figured they would know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you guys doing over there? <laughs> anyway, so everybody said, uh, not that we know of or whatever. And um, anyway, my wife actually said, uh, she goes, well, yeah, they shouldn't be arresting him for that, but they should arrest him for treason. Treason? <laughs> That's what she said. For what? I don't know. I guess January 6th, probably. Oh, fuck me. Mm-hmm. What about Biden? What about him? <laughs> taking money from Ukraine, taking money from China, you taking know, money. You know what? Um, Wouldn't that be more of a treasonish thing to well, do? Well, I think, I think um, what I've been hearing lately is that the— uh, Republican-controlled uh, House of Representatives now, they're actually investigating a lot of stuff with Biden and his family. You know, and they, they, call, they call it the Biden crime family. <laughs> but anyway, um, but uh, anyway, yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're looking into a lot of the stuff with Biden. And right. actually... Um, since since they can't, you know, they're not going to get anything passed because they, you know, you're yeah. not going to get anything through the Senate. You're not going to get anything signed by the president. So they're not going to, they're not going to really focus on like bills that they can pass. Right. So they're going to focus on investigations, and they're going to try to expose um, Biden. But I mean, realistically, everybody's guilty of being crooked in the government. Well, I'm sure. You know. Yeah. It's just some people know how to do it. 
so nobody knows. Well, I've said it before. I mean, like Biden just flaunts it out there. I know. Like, hey, I'm getting. I'm not going to give my son a job. I'm going to get him a job in China. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah, so anyway, um, yeah. They, anyway, they're they're going to focus on that, on doing that stuff, and um, uh, you know, um, they're just going to let people know. And actually, the guy that was on what I was listening to. He's actual congressman. Right. You know, he's like a representative or something. Anyway, um, he was saying that um, they're going to try to focus on that. And he goes, I hope Biden is the candidate for the next election. <laughs> well, he's going to lose. <laughs> well, I hope so. I'm just saying. I don't know. There, there'll be some mindless people out there that. Yeah, let's vote for this walking corpse. You know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Weekend Bidens. <laughs> kids, young kids out there. <clears throat> I don't, well, I guess not young kids, but young 20-something-year-olds out there. You guys need to uh, get on Netflix or Hulu or wherever they got this movie at. Weekend at Bernie's. That's what it's like right now with the president. Yeah. Weekend at Bidens. Never knows where he is or nothing. This country looks like shit. Well, that's why, um, that's what a lot of people are saying. Um, I mean, we look weak. Yeah. Because we are, technically. Technically. Once they drug in the, the shit into the military, it's game over. <laughs> Right. Once they brought the woke stuff in the military, over. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean. Are we still recording? Hello? Hello. <laughs> yeah, we're still good. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm people. Check. We're trying to make we sure that we that stay on top day. of this this time. <laughs> yeah, because if we don't, we might get fucking blasted out of here. Oh, I forgot to tell you. So, and Randy doesn't even know about this yet, but I'm getting ready to lay it on him. So, the AIM TV people got a hold of us. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They want to they put us on AIM TV. Is that, um... Is that, uh... What, shoot. Brian's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Brian's boss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he actually got a hold of me. He did. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Wanted to know if we'd want to do that with AIM TV. And I said, yeah, we could try it out. So they ended up emailing yesterday the owner at AIM TV. So we'll see. I don't think we'll last very long on TV. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But <laughs> We have to be on, like, HBO or something where <laughs> right. we can say whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they'll bleep us out. Oh, oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, maybe they can do the beep, the bleeping. Yeah, that'll work. That'll be a fine because that'll work for me. Whole show will be bleeps. <laughs> 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 like, we can't even use this material. What are these guys doing? <laughs> Um, yeah, Brian talked to me about that a long time ago, 
And uh, wasn't that before we were doing video though? Yeah, it was before we started doing video. And we, I told Brian, I said, uh, "Yeah, we haven't actually figured out the video stuff yet." And um, he was like, "Okay," um, but anyway, he was, you know, he never did. I never did talk to him much about it since then. But uh, yeah, he was talking about that 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 he would like or that. Um, Gosh dang it! What's his name? The my name's Sean. No, no, I got his name in my phone. That uh, who you talking about? Brian's boss. What was his name? Oh, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon T. Wilson. That's right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, Brian said that uh, he was wanting to have us be a part of the TV network or whatever. Right, yeah. And I told him at that point, you know, we didn't have video, so. Right. But we do now. And we <laughs> might be on TV. Yeah. For one episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we pilot. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a pilot, and then they're going to be like, yeah, these guys. <laughs> yeah. That ain't what we're looking for. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Sometimes you uh, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, Randy, right? Right. I'm used to losing, though, so I'm not really worried about it. Like, it's cool, but I'm not excited about it. Right. Now, if, it, if we did well, and they were like, oh, yeah, then, then I'd start getting a little bit more excited. Well, the funny thing is, is with our title... Rural America podcast. Right. I think a lot of people think that we're talking about, like, you know. Oh, plant, I know. Planting like corn. Planting corn. Planting corn and, and taking care of cows. Milking chickens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I think. Um, no, we're regular rural American people. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think about world stuff. Like, what are we going to do when the shit hits the fan? We already know we're grabbing up our Gatlin rubber band gun and we're gonna <laughs> go to town. <laughs> I'm not scared. Just kidding. Would you be scared if some shit started going down for real? Oh yeah, I probably would be scared. Boy, yeah. you fucking ain't right. And anybody who says they ain't scared's a liar. Right. <laughs> That's what drives me crazy about people. It's like, would you be scared if you like, you know? China or Russia or whoever started, like, bombing. Nope. It's like, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> you're a liar. Uh, no, those are the people you want on your side, I think. <laughs> Either that or those are going to be, like, the shit talk. Those are the shit talkers, you know. Right. And then when it starts happening, they're going to be the ones, like, laying there crying, not knowing what to do. Right. It's like, we know where we're going, and you are definitely not invited. Because our friend will kill you if you start acting that way. Bury you in one of his food plots. <laughs> <laughs> Fertilizer. Yeah. Fertilizer. You know what else I was thinking? What? So, right into the show, people, and let us know what you think about this. The people who actually watch the show video-wise. Should we keep our desk this way like it is right now? Right? Or should we spin them to where we're like, like, uh, 
kind of like uh, that show you watch or you listen to it, I guess, uh, Kill Tony. Mm-hmm. Where they're like sitting side by side and they talk like this or whatever. But then the camera's right here. Or should we just keep it the same? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you too. Cause, well, yeah, you're co-owner of the show. So. <laughs> well, I would... <laughs> I don't know. I would just keep it the same. Randy says keep it the same. You let us know what you think. I don't know. Hell, we might not be able to get behind the desks if we scoot them the other way. Right. They're pretty big. feel like I'm a corporate guy (laughs) sitting behind this thing. Yeah. I don't know. I I just, I don't know what to do. I don't really even care about the video, to be honest with you. Yeah, Randy doesn't care. That's why he never looks over at you guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just, just, you know. He's like he just gives you a quick hey. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. What's up? <laughs> it's all right, Randy. You're camera shy. I'm not camera shy. Just uh, trying to be. He's trying to be discreet because the federal somewhere. government has got a warrant out for his arrest <laughs> for paying Stormy Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know him and Trump hung out, did you? <laughs> Yeah, I went to Epstein's Island too. <laughs> oh wow. Took it took it to the deep end. Oh shit. What was it like? Was it nice? Was it what? a nice place? Oh. Besides yeah. the child rape? Yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> it's not bad once you get past the screaming in the background. <laughs> oh, we're going to hell. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is not going to be on TV. (laughs) If this was the pilot, we would have failed right there. We would have been cut off, emailed. I can't believe you guys are trying to get on TV and you guys are talking about that silliness. But me and Randy refuse to go woke. Sorry. We we do refuse that. Yeah. Um, Which is funny because uh, my wife few days ago said I, w- I was joking about something and she's like there's just some stuff you shouldn't joke about and I was like you should joke about anything it's a joke it shouldn't matter what it's about right it's just you know shit talking joke mm-hmm. I don't believe that for a minute I think she was all mad because I was just like you know you need to get over yourself there you can't joke about it you can joke about whatever you want it's on how you joke about it. Yeah. I heard a really good joke that I'm not going to say on here. Okay? Okay. Because. Oh, good for the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a good joke, though. <laughs> yeah. That's well, I heard the joke on social media, on a social media website, right? So it can't. It, it is a fucking terrible joke. It's it's funny, but it's not at the same time. Okay. So let's just not do it. Or you want me to? Do well, it? No, no, no. You want me to do it? No, no, no. You sure? Yeah. It don't even have any foul language in it. Yeah, let's not do it. Okay, fine then. <laughs> if you want to know what the joke is, email into the show, and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, write it to you. Yeah. I mean, even even on. Uh, you know, even on the radio show I listen to, they, in the morning, um, 
Yeah, they do. They go through the same process a lot of times. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. Don't do not say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess we got to do what we can do. But right, which I think it's funny because it's a joke. Right. But at the same time, I can, it's definitely an offensive well, joke or whatever, but it's meant to be pushy and the offensive. The funny thing is, is like, you know, if we watch a comedian, like, did you watch the Chris Rock? I did not. I watched it. After you watched, after you said you watched it and you said it was okay or whatever, and there was, a, there was some funny parts, but it wasn't like, you know, you're right, not well, laughing your ass off. Uh, I'm just kind of like, eh. Well... Yeah, after w- after I watched it, uh, my wife uh, even said that she she didn't she said she didn't think it was funny. And the, the thing of it was is he was, you know, he was talking about his own personal stuff a lot. You know what I'm saying? Right. And anyway, um, um, I thought it was funny. I mean, but I, I guess she didn't get the joke. You know what I'm saying? It's fine. And then, and then, um, wives don't get jokes for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, she said she didn't, she didn't really care for it. It wasn't, she said she didn't think it was that funny. Right. But I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was funny, but but anyway, anyway, on that point, um, so what you were talking about, um, so like for example, like for example, on Kill Tony, right? Right. On Kill Tony, they always they have this guy come up, and he's like, I don't know, autistic, and like, oh, that's real nice of him, isn't it? Anyway, he comes up, but he crushes every time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he's like, uh, no, I think he has uh, MS or something like that. It's what it is. It's not autistic. It's MS. Whatever. He comes up, and he crushes, like, every time. And, like, and then, they, and then like, him and Tony go back and forth. After after he does does a set, and they go back and forth, and you know he always like puts zingers out to Tony. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's <coughs> it's just hilarious. You know. Have you ever seen the comedian Josh Blue? I don't think so. Anyway, um, I can't remember what the fuck he has. I feel bad for not knowing now. Anyway, if you've seen him, he his his arms like this. It's all fucked up, right? Uh-huh. Well, anyway, so he just talk. <laughs> he talks shit about it all the time. Yeah, you know, he's like, he's like, I think, I think on, he's like trying to wave down a cab. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think on Kill Tony that, um, uh, that guy, like he he has, I think he's in a wheelchair also. This guy, and anyway, but, um. But then there's another guy that got on there now that 
he has a, a arm messed up like you're talking about. Right. But anyway, what I'm getting at is my wife would not think that's funny at all. I think it's hilarious. But he thinks it's funny, and Tony thinks it's funny. Yeah. So, you know, and then I think it's funny. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh. <coughs> it's just pointing out, you know, the obvious, I guess. Yeah, there, there was a guy on uh, actually America's Got Talent or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I remember that. Is the, the guy that can't talk? you see that i didn't see that one i yeah. seen i seen a guy that was like kind of what would you say um like say a special needs person i right. don't know but whatever but anyway but yeah the, the uh fuck what was i talking about now you interrupted now you did it to me randy <laughs> did it. uh you, you got were, me you were talking about the guy that can't oh talk. can't talk so uh he has to type, like, he's like uh, Stephen Hawking's, right? He has to type into this thing, right? So yeah. he types into this thing, and he, he goes, if you don't laugh at the disabled guy, you are going to hell. Ha, ha, ha. Actually, to be honest with you, they got a guy on, I don't know, it might be the same guy um, you're talking about, but they got a guy on Kill Tony right now that does the exact same thing. Really, he, it might be him. He taught he yeah he has to um, put it into his whatever electronic device, whether it's a phone or you know right yeah um, whatever um, he yeah he he has to talk that way and because he can't talk, so he he types it in and he does it so fast yeah and he is freaking hilarious. I'm just saying he is freaking hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If you can't make fun of yourself, you can't make fun of anybody else, right? Right. I make fun of myself all the fucking time. Yeah. I'm an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) We're definitely both a bunch of idiots here, so. Yeah, that's, we should, we should have named our podcast Two Idiots in Studio. Yeah, we should (laughs) have. We'd probably get away with saying anything then. (laughs) To be honest, let's change the name. (laughs) Two Idiots in the Studio. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hear, like, the joke I was talking about that I'm not going to say on here or whatever. Super offensive joke. Super, super, super dark offensive joke. But it's also fucking hilarious. <laughs> right. You know, just because it's so fucking terrible. Like, bad. You'll tell me later, right? Yeah, I will tell <laughs> you later. So, um, but, like, jokes like that, like uh, Anthony Jeselnik, which I don't know. If you do, if you know him, or any of our listeners or viewers know him, uh, he's a stand-up comedian. But he he's like that. He tells dark jokes or whatever. Like, but it's hilarious. Like he has a joke about uh, his uncle started a, a fucking basically he started a summer camp so that way he could touch children and shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's okay. See, see, like that. My wife would not think it's funny. <laughs> okay, here's my thought. I, uh, yeah, well, my, my thought. thought of, my thought of it is, it's funny because of the concept. Her, yeah, her her opinion would be, oh yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be talking. You shouldn't about that be stuff. making fun of molestation. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm not. He did, and it's hilarious. Yeah, somebody finally brought I'm it up. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying that 
you know, that's where I'm at. But it's fucking like uh, the dark shit like that is funny, right? You know, are we still recording? We are still there. Okay, thank God. <laughs> we're I still gotta, in. There. I gotta check in every now. Yeah, and then. gotta check in, make sure we're good. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to stay on top of it. But yeah, I like dark humor like that. I think it's hilarious because. That's the whole point of comedy is taboo shit. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. If people were just talking about regular, you know, like, uh, you know, some fucking stupid, like, how many blondes it take to screw on a light bulb? <laughs> like those jokes are fucking lame. You know what I mean? Those are like 1940 jokes. Yeah, I yeah. like I like the the pushing pushing it to the edge where people's just like uncomfortable. Right. But then those few people are like laughing their ass off. So then everybody else is like, oh, okay. <laughs> Kamala Harris especially. She thinks <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she's the fucking best stand up comedian. Uh, yeah. Um okay, so um um What happened to Nisha? You know, I don't know. Yeah, this yeah. is what usually happens, though. Yeah. <laughs> people well, anyway. people get scared at the last minute, and then they're like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> Which, I'm not going to lie. Nisha, we're not mad at you. Okay? Maybe next time. Uh, yeah, pe- I think people just get really nervous. Maybe she's got the time mixed up. You think? No, we talked about it several times through email. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be 9 o'clock our time, 3 o'clock her time, because she's from Central Europe or whatever. Central Europe time. She didn't actually say where she was from. But uh, she would have been an interesting guest, I think. Um, but, hey, you know, stuff happens, so who knows? We haven't got any emails from her as of now, so who knows? You know what's going to happen is we're going to keep going, you know, to like we usually do, yeah. and then we're going to take our break, and yeah. then and then it's going to be like, yeah, she's going to call, and we'll be like, yeah, this is the wrong, we called at the wrong time. <sighs> I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see what happens, children. Anyway, got any good jokes over there, Randy? Um, I could. Uh, I don't have any good jokes, but. Not to be Jerry Seinfeld, but uh, <laughs> what is the deal with friggin' wiper blades? Oh, have have yeah. you ever replaced wiper blades? Yeah, they're a bitch. On now. your car? Yeah, we talked about this. <laughs> oh, my. It's like a freaking manual you have to read to do it. Remember when I was talking to you about the quarter? Right? Taking the wi- the old wipers off? Huh? Well, like the older vehicles? Yeah, the it's older, old yeah, vehicles. Because easy. It's got that nub. <laughs> You know what I mean? Where it locks in, it's got that little titty, mm-hmm. and then you got to take a quarter. And you, yeah, yeah. I was always shown to take a quarter and pop it, pop it in there, and then you can pull your blade off. No big deal. Right. Yeah. Now you gotta, you gotta take it out. You gotta pull, pull it down. You gotta flip it upside down. You gotta spin her around eighteen <laughs> times. Yeah. And then sprinkle Dude. salt on it. Clap your hands and then pull it off. It's weird as shit. I don't know why they made it so stupid. I mean, my gosh, it's it's <coughs> actually uh, <laughs> it's not that it's not that intensive, but it's um, 
It's I, not like I, the old vehicle. I just tried. I just tried to change my wiper blades on my truck the other day, and I was having a really hard time figuring out how to freaking put the new ones on. Yeah, <laughs> I got the old ones off fine, but putting the new ones on. Yeah, they're a bitch. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta switch the bracket. Oh yeah, that's not the actual arm. Yeah, there's a little bracket on there. You gotta switch it out. Anyway, yeah, it's just a bitch. Anyway, yeah. But I think they do all that. They, uh, you know, they're like, okay, well, people can't work on their cars by them like themselves anymore because it's too technical, shit's too tight, and you know, you j- it's just impossible to do. Right. Then they were like, what else can we fuck with? Oh yeah, the wiper blades. <laughs> that way we can get them into the dealership. Be like, yeah, I just need my blades changed. I'll be like, oh okay. Well, did you realize your timing belt's off? Did you realize your serpentine belt is bad? Fuck you. It is not. Wait, has wait, five. That's the same thing. Hey. <laughs> Shh. Okay. Don't tell these kids this. <laughs> you just ruined it, Randy. Okay, sorry. These kids are supposed to go in there that don't know shit about cars and be like, yeah, I need you to change my serpentine belt and then come back later and be like, can you also look at my timing belt? <laughs> Randy always ruins it. And don't forget to send your girlfriend down to Kroger though and ask him for pigeon milk. Anyway. And don't forget to change your you know, windshield wiper stuff. Or no no no. <laughs> ah, <laughs> don't <shit>. forget to <laughs> I, I messed that one up. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say I don't I, I was gonna say don't forget to change your turn signal fluid also. Yeah. <laughs> you might be out. Yeah. My brake lights are out. Then you probably have fluid. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. There used to be a joke in construction, like uh, <coughs> if you didn't get so, like if you had your level on something, but like you know, it ended up being off anyway because you're an idiot and like say like when you hit it with a nail gun or whatever, it like shot it up a little or shot it down. Okay. Somebody would be like, "Did you put your level on that?" It's like, yeah, and it's like, man, your shit must be running low on fluid. That's <laughs> right. crooked as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good times. Good times. Um, <laughs> th- there's all kinds of construction. I I, I fell for every one of them when I was young, mm-hmm, for sure. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> Run out to the van and get me, a, uh, get me some toenails. We got to toenail this in. It's like, well, what do they look like? You'll see them out there in a big box. It says toenails on them. I'm like, okay. Run out there. You're in the fucking van for an hour. <laughs> Everybody's laughing. <laughs> right. You're like, I don't see them. Like, you idiot. Get up here. There's no such thing as toenails. <laughs> or uh, two foot square. <laughs> right? Right. Which there is a thing called two foot square. But <laughs> I remember this guy's like, I don't know, even know what it looks like. And somebody goes, "It's a, it looks like a seven. And then there's some other guy yelling, he's like, it might look like an L. Depends on which way it's laying. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like snipe hunting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, we'll, we'll not ruin that for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, no, anyway, um. I was also going to say, I was at the dentist the other day. Yeah, you were. 
Yeah. Numb lips. Huh? Lippies. Yeah, the had some numbness going on. But anyway, I had a tooth filled. Did anyway, the funny thing is, here's the funny thing that happened. Um, so I was in there, and, okay, they have a TV in there that plays music, right? And they're playing, like, when I got in there, it was like old country music or whatever, like right. old old style stuff. And uh, the lady came in. She goes, "You want me to change that?" I said, "Nah, it's fine." <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, she goes, uh, "Okay." Well, then uh, when she was filling my tooth, um, this other lady was in there, and and she's commented on it. I guess I don't know, like. You know, it's hard to hear when they're drilling in your teeth, right? So, uh, but she must have commented on it, and the other lady was saying, yeah, I told him I could change the channel, but he said it was fine. And then she goes, do you know any of these songs? And I said, yeah, I know, I know a lot of them. <laughs> and, you know, it was like freaking Merle Haggard. Right, yeah. Uh, uh, Waylon Jennings. Um Johnny Cash, right? You know, and and, and Marty Robbins, Little America stuff, right? And <laughs> I knew a lot of them, but anyway, <laughs> I went to to a town of El Paso. Well, that was actually, to be honest with you, that wasn't the one that was playing. I know. So, all right. Well, this has been a fun show, everybody. <laughs> no. <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, I thought it was funny though. I thought it was funny that they were commenting on it. You know what I think is funny is everybody thinks I'm older than I am. <laughs> I think it's because of the gray. One, right. I don't think the gray helps. I don't think the... <sighs> you guys probably can't see it on the camera, but I make this expression a lot. And it's usually because I had to deal with stupid people my whole life. So when they're talking to me, I look surprised that they're talking to me. And saying the things that are coming out of their mouth. So I got all these wrinkles right here. Well, now they're like Gordon Ramsay wrinkles, dude. Them things look like fucking them things. Yeah. They're just there now. Permanent. I right? Would, so I people would, always think I'm older than I am, right? I would, and people say, would be like... I, I would uh, say your wrinkles are pretty rough looking. Yeah. Pretty rough looking, Randy says. <laughs> but yeah, people, uh, people start talking about like something that happened like in... Uh, you know, like the late 70s or whatever. And they're like, you remember that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. No. Wasn't even born yet. Hell, I wasn't born till 2002. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 just kidding. You know what fucks with my mind? Is like people that were born in 2023, right? Or, sorry, 2003. Are turning twenty this year, right? Which is fucking weird. Yeah. Um, actually, one of the guys I listen to talks about this all the time, about how, like, okay, so this one guy I listen to, he's trying to change culture. So he like he like puts out songs. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And actually, they've been banned on YouTube. Oh shit! Because um he's actually doing it you know <laughs> and 
actually his songs that have come out are like uh, they're actually um, charting on the Billboard. Oh, really? Yeah. But they won't play them on YouTube. Right. Oh wow. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. But anyway, so he said, he, he said, here's the thing, like these, these kids. Okay, like what he, what he said was like, okay, do you remember the, um, like if, if he talks to a younger kid, he, he said, uh, uh, he'll say, do you remember the collapse, twenty uh, two thousand and eight, you know the banking collapse and all that, and they're like. No, I was in high school. I don't. I don't. I didn't, exactly. I didn't even care about that. Yeah. But these people are voters. Yeah. So he's what he's trying to do is trying to show them how um, fucked know. up it was. Well, they're getting ready to find out because they're all workers now. Most of them are. Yeah. Well, yeah, most of them. But anyway, but I- anyway, he's trying to show them how like. Okay, that happened then, and then now it's happening again, and then yeah, uh, in a short amount of time, which is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy, but uh, but anyway, his point is is those those kids are voters now. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta reach them. So that's why he's trying to reach out with <coughs> this. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, he's not. He's not, um, I mean, like his songs that he puts out, it's not political, you know, but it just has to do with, right. you know, the times or whatever. Right. And anyway, so he, um, he's just saying that those people are voters now, so we got to try to bring them in to, Like the know, now? Yeah. Like, to realize what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Like, you can't just be like, yeah, free college. Yeah. Vote for Biden. Not only that. <laughs> yeah. Not only that. Uh, yeah, you can't. Um, uh, I don't know. You can't just sit around and play your computer games all day. No. Well, here's what's funny. is like, even my wife is guilty of this, which she was in college at the time. Of uh, 08, 09. But she's like, yeah, just, you know, I don't remember it being like a crappy time or anything. And I was like, yeah, it was awful. And she's like, yeah, I know. You seem like you were traumatized by it. I was like, yeah, there was no work anywhere to be found. Like, if you didn't have, like, a really secure fucking job, then you didn't have one. <laughs> People were laying everybody off. There was no construction work at all going on. It was, it was fucking awful. Um, but at the same time, she was like one of them ones that was like, you know, oh, free college, you know, get get my money back. It's like that. somebody's paying for that. Like everything we do, we're paying for it. Like when the government says we're yeah. going to invest – Billions of dollars well, into it's this. Like and so it's like, we're paying for that. It's just like the bailout of the last bank, right? What was it? SV. I don't know. S- oh, Silicon SVB. Valley yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, they say we're not going to pay for it. But 
yeah, we're going to pay for it eventually. Somehow or another, yeah. we're going to pay for it. Do you remember the banks collapsing last time, though? Um, yeah. Like collapsing, collapsing? The, um, yeah, the, what was it? Um, what was it? Shoot, uh, that gone. I can't remember. Yeah, I remember in two thousand eight. Yeah, I remember. Um, well, one of them, maybe I was just of, too focused. One of them went down, and they didn't rescue that one. Uh, and and then somebody else come in. Some other bank come in and bought it out. So here's what happens. So the other bank comes in and buys it all out. Right. So they absorb the risk and. And, you know all that stuff, right? And um, and then that bank becomes like twice the size it, it used to be. Right? You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <coughs> Randy, put that Sorry. joint out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, anyway, um, yeah, that um, that happened. What the heck? What was the bank? Um, I can't remember. But oh, anyway. Okay. I don't know. Same thing's kind of happening now. Kind of. Slowly. Except there's still work because and nobody's working. You know, the um, uh, Bernie Frank, you, you know who Bernie Frank is? No. Well, he used to be a comedian. Then he, he, he actually ran, got in, like, a uh, position of power in the government. Like oh, in, boy. In the I don't know if he, I think he was a representative. He might have been a senator. I don't know. Can't remember. Anyway, anyway, he got taken out like in 2012 or something like that because uh, something, um, something happened. But anyway, so he sat on the board of uh, one of the banks that collapsed. Okay. And I just listened to a podcast with him not too long ago, and he was talking about it. He he was like, he goes, yeah, I I I was looking for something to do after I got out of the government, and I was not um, trying to. Uh, when when you're when you work for the government, you're always like, you know, you have to answer to people. Whether you know them or not, and you know all this stuff. And he goes, I was after I got out of the government, I was trying to find something to do, and so I joined this board um, of that bank. And I, I, I think it was the first one that collapsed. What was the first one? It I wasn't. Don't remember. It wasn't <coughs> Silicon Valley. The first one was something else. Uh, anyway, I don't know. But anyway, he was talking about it, and um, yeah, pretty much what he said is, uh, pretty much the guy was trying to press him on a lot of stuff, right? Trying to get at him, and he was like, "I just don't even care. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with it." So his his position went away immediately. And right. The Government came in and took it over. His position went away, and he was like, "Yeah, I just don't even care about it anymore." 
<laughs> Don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh. And he was supposed to be, actually, he was a really way left-wing type guy that was supposed to look out for regular people. Right. You know, back, yeah. Back when he was in office or whatever. And, um, yeah, yeah. And then and when it push comes to the show, he just, he just doesn't care about it. Right. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Yep. Yeah, crazy town. Crazy times. All right, Randy. Let's take a break. All right. I got to pee. Maybe Nisha come on later. I have no idea. We're going to see. We're going to find out. Okay. If not, hey, we try. We try here at Rural America Podcast, okay? Now, go pee. Go do whatever you need to do. We'll be back. Right, Randy? Mm-hmm. All right, party people. We'll be back after this, and we got fun and crazy news to talk about on the second half. So, yeah, I got, I we got, got two more things. We're going to have fun on the second half for sure. We've kind of just winged it on the first half because we, th- we thought like Nisha was going to be on. Right. You right, know, right. so, yeah. But hey, things didn't work out. Sometimes that happens here. Anyway, I'm Sean. And I'm Randy. And this is Rural America. Every time. (laughs) I don't go anywhere without the mic on. All right. Hello, party people. Good God. I'm not going to lie to you. This is our third time trying to do this. (laughs) (laughs) We suck at trying to read. We're dyslexic as shit, and we can't tell time. Anyway, hello, United States, Germany, United Kingdom, India, Brazil, Canada, Thailand, Singapore, Israel, Bangladesh, Sweden, Jamaica, Italy, Poland, Philippines, Australia, Belgium, Norway, Indonesia, Uruguay, Japan, Taiwan, Hungary, Ireland, Russia, Dominican Republic, Portugal, Republic of Lithuania, and hello, Denmark. Hello, Denmark. My goodness. Anyway, Randy? Yeah. Pound your news over there real quick. Oh, all I got is uh, I was going to shout out to Lake Cunnelon Speedway. (gasps) Uh, you can go to Lake Cumberland Speedway on the, what do you call it? The multi-web internet? Well, I don't know what you call it. Anyway. On uh, the line. Okay. Go ahead. LCSpeedway.net. Don't try to type in type in .com because somebody stole that one from them. Losers. Okay, so April 1st, open practice. Open practice. Uh, they're off on the 8th, on April 8th. Uh, the 15th of April, season opener. April 22nd, Demolition Derby. And on Friday, April 28th, they have the Super Late Model Special, which is Shapers Oil Spring Nationals Late Model, $7,500 to win. $7,500 doll hairs to win. 
And all you wrestling fans out there, if you don't know where to go, you go to TripleCrownWrestling.com. Go to their Facebook page. Go to their YouTube channel. Support these guys. Don't be scared, okay? You want to see some DDTs? You want to see some Full Nelsons? This is the place to get it, okay? Live action. We're talking Turtle Man style. Live action! Anyway. Oh, the song changed up, and now I started to get hard. But hey, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to mention that. But anyway, oh, where you can find us is Facebook. Go to our Facebook page. Like, follow. Go to where, Randy? Oh, RuleAmericanPodcast.com. The dot com. And you can also go to RuleAmericanPodcast at gmail.com. Any of those places you can find us. Any of those places you can message us. Right in. Yeah, Right tell, tell us what we're doing stupidly and wrong, and tell us what we're doing good. Yeah, if you get a laugh, and open let your, us know. Open your mind. Open your mind to the rural American way. Yeah. Which most people don't think this is rural America, but it actually is. <laughs> but that's fine. Not everybody in rural America agrees with our show, but hey. Also, shout out to Fish Moon. Fish Moon Brewery. I almost forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Fish Moon Brewery. Shout out to Henry Gray Publishing Company and oh, Papa yeah. Rock. Uh, books and you can find them on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, right. all kinds of places. Right. So check them out. Uh, make sure you check us out. And we're where are we at, Randy? We're on Spotify, YouTube, Google. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God, we're worldwide. Worldwide. Podverse. Uh, Podverse. Almost misspoke there. Uh oh. And uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, Anchor. Yeah, Breaker. Breaker. Yeah. We're on iHeartRadio, Google have, Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We haven't got kicked off yet. Yeah. We're still going. We haven't got eliminated. And I would say that's due to a lot of... Because, uh, because we don't have advertisements. <laughs> Randy, you didn't have to just throw us in the dirt oh, and rub our nose in the pee. Everybody needs to know that we just do this for fun anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, that's why we do shout-outs instead of ads. There you go. So, we appreciate you guys listening every week. We know uh, sometimes it's probably a struggle to get through our podcast, but hey, sometimes it's a struggle for us as well because <laughs> we're drug addicts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, anyway, we appreciate you guys every week listening to us. We wouldn't be here without you. Um, really, that's what keeps us going, I think, is even though I know one person who's listening to our show just cracks us up, and we love it. And we love all you guys, and we love all these countries that decided to join in the Rule America podcast. It's ridiculous. Anyway, let's get back to the show, Randy, because these people are tired of We hearing. probably ought to. Yeah. Or they're tired of, they shut us off or something. That's true. Tired of listening to us ramble. Anyway, okay, let's go. thank you guys very much. I'm Sean. And I'm Randy. And back to the show. Rule America podcast. Rule America. <laughs> Lucky charms. Don't forget to grab them while you can. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the food chain, they say. Thanks, government. All righty. Here we go. Something scary. Something weird. I've never heard about this, but I've never heard of this happening anyway. But it reminds me of like a movie. Anyway, rare tornado 
near Los Angeles rips roofs off commercial buildings, injuring one person and leaving 11 structures uninhabitable. I didn't even know they had tornadoes out there, Randy. I didn't know. I thought that was, like, impossible. You never hear about tornadoes in California. Well, they had a blizzard, so I don't know. You know what? Let's just all state the obvious. <laughs> the government has weather control. <coughs> okay. And it sounds like Biden's the one controlling it. Because he gets really hot, and then he cools it down. Then he gets cold, too cold, and Papal turns it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Could be. We've been experiencing know. some stupid weather here, too, in Indiana. Yeah. It's gotten warm. It's gotten fucking oh, well, freezing again. Um, then it started snowing out of nowhere. Well, uh, you know. You know, it's it goes back to the uh, the train wreck, right? So they were by or they were uh, Trump supporters out there, and so he didn't he didn't want to <laughs> he didn't want to do anything for them. It's same thing here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You never know what's gonna happen. Conspir- the hell was that conspiracy? I don't know. The Something pop. popped. Yeah. It was I thought they cut our fucking whole program off there for a minute. I thought I, I looked instantly looked at the sound. I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> it happened again." <laughs> oh, but yeah, just so you really think? Okay, not do you really think? Do you think it's possible at all that they have shit that can control the weather patterns? I don't know for sure. Um. Actually, I know it's a conspiracy theory or whatever, well, but I'm just anoth- saying. There's another one out there, you know, with all these earthquakes that's going on. And right? just another one just happened. Yeah, I know. You told me that. Um, um, yeah, with with the earthquakes, anyway, um, there was a guy on uh, something I listened to. And he was talking about, and this was in like the '60s or '70s or something like that. They played it, and he said the government actually has an earthquake machine. They can actually make an earthquake. Wouldn't it be pretty easy if you think about it? I don't know. I mean, okay. I don't know, but I mean, this is conspiracy theory, right? Also. Yeah, <laughs> it's also conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my thing is, is. Wouldn't you have to only create, like, a small explosion, right, near, like, a fault line to cause an earthquake? I don't know, man. I have no idea either. I'm just spitballing. I'm just spitballing ideas here. I'm just trying to get down the rabbit hole a little further. Who knows what they have? Yeah. We all might be a TV program for the aliens. Here's my thing. Okay, so my thing is okay. So we're we're funding Ukraine with all these weapons, right? Hell yeah, we are. Win the war. And um, the only thing about that is, I don't know. Those guys must. I mean, somebody has to realize that. I mean. If uh, Russia sends nukes or whatever, they got to realize that at one point. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. They got to. Uh, they got to. Um, 
I don't know. Like, they got to realize that, yeah, I don't think they're scared of it. I don't know why. I don't know what. To be honest with you, I'm scared to death of it. But what, new w- nukes? Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, some people in the government are not scared of it at all. Yeah, those are the people that are idiots. But they're also the people that's super scary. Right. Okay, but here's what's more scarier. You ready for this? You've got the Japanese, right, in World War Two. Not now, I'm not saying now. I don't know their I don't know their beliefs nowadays. But you they had kamikaze pilots mm-hmm. that would just purposely they knew what they were doing the whole time. They'd fly their plane and they knew they were gonna crash their plane into the side of a ship. And they didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You got like ISIS, Taliban, those people, they just run around, run up to a group, blow themselves and everybody else around them up. Right. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Name me one American who's going to do this. None. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying because we don't have the balls or anything to do it. I think it's just because we're not fucking nuts. Like, I don't, we're not on that level of yeah. crazy town. Right. You know, there's some people are. I'm sure you could. Oh, oh shit! Oh God, hold on. Hello, Rural America podcast. Hello, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can. He- we can hear you. Yes. Okay. Super. It's Nisha. Hey, Nisha. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Yeah, just let me know at any time if the audio becomes a bit uh, questionable. I'm calling you over in voiceover IP, so it's just, uh, yeah, just let me know if, if it becomes uh, an issue at any point. Okay. I, th- I think we're fine. <laughs> yeah, we, we sounds fine right now. Okay, great. Super. So how you doing, Nisha? I'm good. Uh, I guess it's morning for you all, but here it's uh, it's three o'clock p.m., so it's almost the end of the day, and that's that's always nice. Right. Yeah, we're just getting our day started over here. So yeah. how's uh? <laughs> s- you say you say you're uh, living in Central Europe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you care to say where? You don't have to if you don't want to. Oh sure. Sorry, Switzerland. Switzerland, really. Oh, wow. Really, yes. That's awesome. Beautiful. It's great. Yeah. Beautiful, yes. Especially if you like skiing and being outdoors, it's uh, really one of the top. Yeah, I had um, my wife's grandparents had the very first exchange student here in the United, or, well, in, in our area, anyway. And she was from mm-hmm. Switzerland, and uh, she was she was awesome. Uh, really, really good person. Great. Are you a native I'm glad of your Switzerland? Swiss experiences have been positive. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm actually I, I'm probably from pretty close where you all are living. Um, my parents live in Houston, actually. Oh, really? I was just there last week. I was just there last week because my brother had a, a new baby. So congratulations to him. Um, but uh, I married a European and then was uh, 
let's say, co um, coerced, convinced, whatever you want to say, to try and, and to try living in Europe. And uh, I love it. I think it's uh, a really, it was a really good choice. And I lived in Germany for a few years, so I was able to pick up the language and, and work there and now Switzerland. And um, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's been a really good ride so far, I would say. But actually, I'm originally, I'm from the, the Houston, Dallas area. Of oh, Texas. wow. So you, uh, you're from here, and now you live abroad. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> Was that a big culture shock or anything when you moved? A massive, yes. Very, very big. I mean, I, I went to university in, in, um, in Massachusetts, uh, Boston College, and then went to Georgetown. So I, I was living in quite urban areas, and in that way it was a bit like uh, – Coming to a city like Frankfurt or coming to London, it wasn't too overwhelming, but it, that's not the only thing you address when you move abroad, right? There's a new language, there's a different way of working, the culture is completely different, and right. adjusting to those things was definitely uh, definitely took some time, I would what, say. I'm, I'm probably still in the adjustment process. <laughs> right. <laughs> what, what is the biggest difference, like working, or, or you said working, um is a difference. So what do you what what do you, what are you saying on that? So in terms of actual working in a professional setting, uh it's it's definitely a bit different in the German speaking parts of Europe because there's not a lot of I'm trying to be very nice about how I say this, but there's really <laughs> not a lot of small small talk, not a lot of fluff talk, not a lot of large ideas discussed it's very direct it's very succinct it's so we have this problem we need this solution and it needs to be done like this and it's really like um you address things in a very methodical logic driven way it's not really about having you know huge projects with lofty uh, ideas on how to transform an entire organization right it's much more um, you know, straight to the point, this is what we need, can you give us this, yes, no, how do you do this, what's the right way, and for many things, obviously, there's not one way to do things, so you have to, but you have to have a very logical thought process on explaining why you believe this is the right way to do things. It's not enough to say, um, you know, we do it a particular way, or your competitors are doing it this way, so you may want to think about, no, no, it's really like, we have a proven track record with X number of statistics on why this is the way it's right for you. And that was a very different way of working than in, in the U.S. because in the U.S. it's much more open-minded. People are, are open to innovation. They're open to a different way of doing things. Um, it's and called freedom. trying new things. <laughs> no, and even in you, in you fail. If you fail, it's, it's usually not that much of an investment financially either. So it's really, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely different. But I, I would say there are benefits and drawbacks to both ways, right? It's very results-oriented here. So it's much more like you, you deliver a project that has to meet these KPIs, that has to meet these requirements. Whereas in the U.S., it's a much more long-term strategic vision on how to achieve things. And both of them are, are important. Um, and both of them have their own set of challenges and uh, rewards, I would say. Right. Um, so, I, I would say on yeah. that on that point, so you're talking about the America that was like in the 1920s probably, 
So do you do you think? <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm getting at is like, yeah, it was all it was all just based on our problems. We got to fix this, you know. Um, uh, anyway, uh, but your experience in America was more like it was more like a long term, uh, long term, um, you know, lookout of you know how we could shape this company and all this stuff. I, you know, I don't know. Um, is 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 I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I hate to generalize too because obviously, obviously, not every company is like the way I described. Right? I can only describe the the kind of the majority mindset. And why it's different, clearly there are outliers to both ways of working, right? In the U.S., you also have companies that are probably more methodical and more uh, more results-oriented and much more kind of direct in how they do business. And, y- and in Europe, you also have companies that think outside the box and do very innovative work and also have that long-term strategic viewpoint. So it's uh, – for me, you, I mean, clearly I, I can just describe one – kind of general it's a generalization it is a generalization right but there are obviously going to be examples that counter both ways of of working but the other thing i will say about working here in europe is that work-life balance really matters i mean it it matters i can say it kind of objectively having worked in both places having worked in in the united states and having worked in in europe you know in the U.S., it's a lot more competitive. It's a lot more, you know, you're expected to give 150% at work. It, it's much more um, demanding in terms of your time. And um, people experience stress and burnout more, I mean, generally more, than they do in Europe, where here it's fine to take an hour and a half lunch break if you want. It's fine to leave your office at, at 5 o'clock, and most people do, in fact, stop working around 5 or 5.30. There's never this expectation of you need to put in the effort. I mean, clearly, if you have deadlines and, you know, extenuating circumstances where you have to work more, then you do. But there's a, a kind of common understanding among employers that, it, you know, people have their work, but they have their families, they have their lives, they have, they have their, uh, no, their, their other commitments, call them. And uh, they need to shut off from from the workplace. And so what I what I mean clearly you see this this theme of burnout happening kind of globally, but I experienced it personally much more in the U.S. than I have here. Sounds good. That's we are on our way then. <laughs> We're gonna head your way then. That's fine. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's uh, the door is open. Feel <laughs> free. Um, actually, I was gonna say. So, like, for example, like, for me, right, I I try to get all my work done as soon as I can. I, I, I try to get out of there as soon as I can. So, what you're saying is there's no incentive for that um, in Europe, or, I don't know, maybe, maybe you're not saying that. No, n- not really. I mean, it's more, it's more like... And, and, and again, this is very uh, subjective to the, the field that you work in. I work in digital transformation and consulting, which is a very kind of cutthroat and competitive field to work in, right? If you work at one of the very, very large organizations that do digital transformation, um, system integrators, things like this, um, then yes, the expectation in the U.S. Is you, is you serve a client, right? You serve someone that is paying that consulting firm to be there. So you are at the beck and call of whatever this client needs. 
Um, right. And well, here, yeah. and he, here it's it's the same, but the client is not asking you to kind of go above and beyond all the time. They're really asking you to deliver what you have committed to delivering. Um, and and then you know you go home. You shut. You know there's nothing. There's no. You know, I, I know that, like, I always felt awkward leaving before my boss left when I was working in the U.S. I always felt like I had to stay in the office as long as he was there because he's still there. Why would I go home? But here, it, it, that this idea doesn't exist, at least. This idea of, like, you know, I need to be here because someone someone above me on the hierarchy is here. That that doesn't exist. You can leave when you want to. You can come when you want to. You You, you have a schedule that I think is much more catered to what you need. And, you know, there are still commitments that you are responsible for, but usually you, you know, usually you can deliver them in a way that is, I think, maybe a bit more amenable to your own schedule as opposed to having to drop everything you're doing and, and, and request, you know, answer a client email right away or make a phone call right away or something like that because, you know, at least, and I, again, I can only speak from my own experience, but um, in, in the U.S. when I worked, that's how it was. We were basically on call for the client whatever they needed and so we had to drop what we were doing if we were doing other things and, and go back to work oh well well that sounds terrible but again that 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 probably varies between industries right i mean it's uh yeah. probably not the same for every yeah, yeah, industry that's, not, either. that's that's not my experience i'm just saying <laughs> in the u.s uh, you know i work in the u.s sure and that's not my experience I, i'm pretty much um yeah i Okay, so when I worked for my brother, and we did uh, excavating work for a long time, my brother, mm. my brother yeah. actually told me he goes, um, "Well, here's the thing: you can go home, and you don't have to, you don't have to worry about work, um, and you know." And he goes, "But I do." He goes, "I got people calling me at all times at night or whatever," and anyway, yeah. anyway um. Um, anyway, s but I will say since, since I've been working, um, which has been a while, <laughs> but anyway, um, since I've been working, I don't, I don't have that experience where I feel like I have to, uh, now there's, you know, there's certain things like if you accidentally, for example, uh, you know, take something home with you or whatever. Then, w when you when you get home, you realize you got something that belongs to, you know, what I'm saying the the place, and you you got to take it back. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. there's that, but I don't, I don't, um, actually really have a. I mean, I'm I'm well, kind of the I same way. I think that's great, and and. I would say bear in mind, right, that my experience working in the U.S. is almost a decade old. It could be that things have changed quite a bit since I left there, right? And, and I think given the pandemic and, and how that, that um, how that, let's say, played across across the U.S., it's very likely, right, that people definitely now at least have flexible schedules and can, can and hybrid, hybrid working arrangements where they can work a bit more in accordance to their own um, – Requirements, right? So, right. Uh, so, so are you? Yeah, a, I would just maybe maybe have that in mind too. Yeah. You, do you take a uh, I don't know siesta or uh, anything like that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I wish I could take a siesta. I think that's so healthy to just have time for a nap in between. I think that's such a good idea. But sadly, no, I don't have a siesta break. Uh, that that's a but yeah, that's a tragedy. But uh, <laughs> so I don't take siestas. But sometimes, you know, I will take a you know a longer lunch if I have to think about some things. And and the, you know, again, the beauty of living in Switzerland is that I have the nature kind of outside my door. So if I have right. time. Uh, if I have an hour break, I'll block my calendar and go for a run or something like that. And it's go. like uh, it helps, you yeah. know, that that really helps clear your head and, and, you know, be able to come back and think logically about things. Um, so how was the so I have a quick question. Um, how was the covid situation in Switzerland? Were you there at that time? Yes, yes, I was here. Um, it was. Well, probably uh, as brutal as it was everywhere else. <laughs> um, it was difficult. I mean, we we have we had uh, you know surprisingly we have a lot of the same um, you know we had a lot of the same political ramifications as as I saw in the U.S. We had people here too that wouldn't get vaccinated, that were anti-mask and and things like that as well. So I I, I really saw a lot of similarities there in terms of the men- the mindset and this idea that like the government is imposing these rules on you that. Uh, are are essentially too invasive, but Switzerland, bear in mind, is a very law-abiding country. Right. So it's very much like when, when there are rules established, you kind of just follow them. Right. So um, you know, you saw people that had anger for maybe a couple of hours, but then every everyone was. You know, when they take here, public transport is a big thing. Just as a you know, as an example, right? I mean, many people don't have cars because it's really expensive to have cars in the city. So you take a bus, or you take a you know a train, or you take um, the streetcars, or you take um, yeah, I mean, you take public transport more often than not when you want to get somewhere. And it was always a rule that you have to wear a mask on the public transport as well. And so you would, you know, there was some griping about it for sure at the beginning, but eventually you was just, you know, you had people who kind of had to just, like, <laughs> in a way, right. you had to just kind yeah. of wear a mask when they <laughs> wanted to take up, the yeah. bus or the train or yeah. whatever else. Because, you know, it's just, at some point, it's a, it's a, um, there isn't much gained from fighting it other than more isolation and staying in your house which nobody wants. Right. So, um, but, you know, the cool thing is, again, a, a really cool um, escape for us during the pandemic was just being able to get into the mountains, being able to go skiing. And we, Switzerland was the only, one of the only places where the ski resorts were still open during the COVID pandemic. So uh, just being able to escape into nature where you didn't have to mask, where you could breathe the air, where you could be at an altitude and hike or do whatever you wanted. I mean, that was really the only, I mean, that was a kind of a solace that was offered to people here that I think a lot of other people didn't have. Right, yeah. Yeah, that would, uh, that would definitely be nice to be able to just walk out your back door and start hiking in the mountains or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, the thing here, everything is, all, everything is always put into a lot of perspective because around us, you had countries that had lockdowns and curfews and, and we never had any of that. So, we were always, I mean, I think it, 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 we're always grateful that it was like, okay, they're imposing these rules that are kind of European-wide, but they're not imposing anything more. They're not imposing, you know, unnecessary lockdowns or, or you know, whatever curfews that might or might not have helped. I don't, I don't know, looking back, but it's just like we didn't have these things. And so I think we were kind of grateful that 
we still had the freedom to be able to kind of escape whenever we wanted to into the mountains, into the into the the woods, whatever it is that to have to have nature and and that was never taken away from us. So I think that's why people were kind of fine with following the rules that were there. Right. All right, I have one more quick question for you, and then we'll get to you. Yeah, you bet. Okay, so how much shit does Europe talk about U.S. news-wise? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pleading the Fifth Amendment. Oh, boy, oh, pleading no. the Fifth. Oh, come on. Share, share a little insight. <laughs> we look pretty weak right now is, is how I think. I don't know if it, well, yeah, this is a hard question to answer because it depends on who you ask. Europe as a whole does not have one mindset about anything. So um, if you talk to people in the UK, you will still find people that uh, think the US is an inspiration and, uh, um, you know, that, that think that the US is, is the, the kind of gold standard in terms of the way countries should run. But then, you know, you look at, I mean, bear in mind, right, this is a, this is a, a continent that's primarily socialist. So it, the, the way the U.S. does things has been and will likely continue to be different all the time. Right. And, you know, I guess a bigger conversation that's being had is, is that really in the best interest of, of the people living in the United States? Is it actually major, majority better for the people in the U.S. to have you know, privatized health care and have to pay X amount for the education, have students going into debt. You know, then you had all these things, the detention centers, and there were, there were too many things going on. I can't even keep track of all of them. <laughs> but, like, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I think um, it definitely – when I was there, Barack Obama was president, and I don't remember anyone saying anything about the U.S. when I, when I was there. Now, since then, you do hear about it again now and again, but it's kind of in this it, – it, it, for me, it's not about the U.S. It's about the systems they have in place and whether they're actually benefiting the majority of people who live there because it's clear that the way things are, are going right now, there are things that work and there are things that really don't work. And uh, maybe that's that's true in every country, but I guess you see it less or you hear about it less in Europe because – nothing you know <laughs> because nothing happens here is what i was gonna say <laughs> but like because because it's kind of predictable right that they, they you know the, gov the government is constantly providing what you need and you pay for that service and but you see some benefits there you you see what what the government does for you or you see you know what your taxes go toward or whatever oh, whereas in the u.s yeah, it's a black box of some kind yeah we don't see any so, we don't I see where say, our taxes yeah. go <laughs> Usually somewhere yeah, else. It, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so, that's so. That's, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I was just gonna say. Um, so, before we get to, uh, you know, you, I was just gonna ask you, um, what, um, what do you think about us, the United States? Uh, in the Ukraine and Russia thing? Um, <laughs> you, why are you guys asking me such a difficult question? 
Uh, well, because I, um, I, 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 I'm pretty much going to guarantee that I agree with you on this one. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, the, the, the Russian invasion into Ukraine hits much closer here than it does in, in the United States, to be honest. It's really... Um, it's really quite scary to think of, of what's been happening, what has happened. I mean, the thing is, here, we many countries in, in Europe have taken in Ukrainian refugees. Um, right. And so there's a much more front, front-hand experience you hear from them in terms of how they've been displaced, what's actually happening. So you hear the Ukrainian side of it much more, um, obviously. Uh, and, you know, I, I just think... I just don't know how much more you you I don't know how much world how much more the world should tolerate of this kind of invasive behavior, but um, it's not for me to say or judge. Uh, but I just think that it's 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 just a shame, you know. It's I I can't tell you how um, how tragic it is to see these people who have lost their homes, they've lost their you know their livelihoods, their entire way of living just because of one decision made by one guy and. Uh, you know, it just um, it, it. I think it hits me a little bit more closer uh, closely because you know I, we've had friends who have taken in Ukrainian refugees and we've met them. We've met their kids. It's just uh, it gets really difficult when you talk about family displacement, at least for me, and how the U.S. is handling the situation. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I. Yeah. I <laughs> We're doing a real good job, I, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just, I, the thing is, I don't really know what, what the silver bullet is. What is the actually solution that will fix things? Because I don't know if there is anything like that, but I also, yeah, I also think if the world wants to be, you know, the U.S. wants to be the world police, if they want to be the, the kind of, what do you want to call it? Paradigm in the world. This is, this is kind of the moment to step up, but I'm also terrified to say that because I don't want to see another war because Europe will be caught in the middle of that. And so I, I don't really know what, what I could say to better the situation, except, you know, just kind of hoping that it, it resolves itself. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, yeah, I don't like the Ukrainians dying and, uh, to be honest with you, me and Sean, uh, I think both of us, um, we agree that we shouldn't even be even contributing to that. But I don't know. But we are, I guess. So anyway. Uh, well, yes. I Yeah, it's not an easy question to answer. That's why it's, it's – and I'm not very political – honest i'm not very good at giving politically correct answers right. so oh, well, that's fine <laughs> i just uh but i also i'm not a big fan of confrontation either so right, i just right. don't i mean i don't know i just don't know that's why you I live just in wish switzerland would get along but that that sounds so pie in the sky right <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. that's why i live in a country that's completely neutral that's today. right <laughs> you're like I, I don't care i just want to be left alone and hike in the mountains Exactly. Yeah. We want we want to live our lives. That's Everyone right. else lives their own, and just <laughs> don't fight in front of us. At least, right? It's the same thing you would say to your kids. That's exactly. what we all want. That's what we all want. Yeah. Okay, Misha. Yeah. Let's get to you. So you're a mobile app developer by day. Is yes. that right? Is that well, right? Well, yes. 
Okay, and then you are yes. a so mental I have, health I have a crusader by yeah. night. So you're, um, you're like yeah, the Batman like of mental title. health. Mental <laughs> or Batgirl, sorry. Um, <laughs> that's okay. <clears throat> that Yes, something superhero. I like the superhero analogy. It works. Um, there you go. No, I mean, I, I, I just, uh, I wouldn't call myself like someone, well, wish I had superpowers and so on, but uh, no, I just, it's a topic I care very deeply about, having suffered through a lot of mental health issues on my own. Um, I just wanted to be able to offer people an outlet to be able to talk through what what they're um, experiencing. Right. Now the, the uh, and uh, I'm sorry, go yeah. ahead. No, no, and I, I just, um, I, I, I mean, I know, I know that ChatGPT is a big topic now, and technology and AI is a big topic now. Um, and I don't think an app is the only. I mean, I don't think that an app is a solution to mental health, but I think we need to be able to offer people a way to, to take care of themselves because the mental health system is really not designed unless you have the money to be able to to afford it. And um, if you don't, then you're kind of just left in the dark, right? Until your mental health issue becomes so serious that you decide to harm yourself or someone else. And I really think that in this day and age, we deserve better. Right. I agree. Yeah, um, I thought it was really interesting yeah. that you were talking about developing um, a game or an app or something something to do with that can help yeah. mental illness or whatever. Because it seems like a, a lot of people who do have um, some kind of mental issue going on or depression or whatever, they they – want to keep their mind busy so they are on the phone they are on the computer you know so if they had something yeah engage, no, engage in that could help them i think that would be a great idea yeah absolutely and so the idea of what we're trying to do is offer support groups so the idea that you can con really just actually connect with each other but in a completely anonymized way so in case you do feel like there's there's still stigma around a particular mental health issue that you have, or you don't want to be outed as uh, someone who has a particular mental health issue, you can be completely anonymous within this app. But the other side of the coin is we're also building out a library of, of mental health-related video games and PC games where you can experience a mental health issue without necessarily re reliving it every time. Right. And I think that's really, really important because people, especially people who have some trauma, which, I mean, I don't know, the, the, the number is getting larger and larger, right? The people who have some mental health issue, if there's a way you can experience it in a non-invasive non way, and by invasive I mean like someone, like a professional kind of telling you what's wrong with you. <laughs> right. Um, if you can experience it in a way that's interactive, in a way that you can, um, you know, it's an avatar, so you're still disconnected from them, but that avatar might be experiencing a breakdown or that avatar might be experiencing some trauma. For me, it's, it's a super effective way to be able to see mental health through someone else's eyes, to be able to really try to understand what someone else is going through. And, you know, again, to try to address whatever issues you might have as long as you've been burying them, um, to try to address them in a way that, that's on your own terms. Right. Oh, you know, it's not it's not coming externally. It's coming from you. And I think that's the most effective therapy you're going to have. Someone telling you to change the way you do things, I don't know, more often than not, at least for me, I just get annoyed when people do that. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like, uh, 
I just, I just get annoyed when people tell me what's wrong with me. So um, right. I need a way to be able to come to terms with it on my own. And so, I mean, this really worked for me. And if it worked for me, I'm just hopeful it can work for others. Right. And uh, I agree. I think um, I think we should use our, you know, technical technological advances, you know, to maybe uh, look into something that you're talking about or whatever instead of like the old school sit in a room have to tell somebody your problems you know what i mean yeah i mean really i mean this is probably just the tip of the iceberg too to be honest i mean video games is one way i still have a lot of questions and like reservations about talking to like a chat gpt therapist of some kind although i'm sure that's coming i'm sure that AI is going to take over in the therapy realm. I mean, I'm I'm 100% sure of it. Just the question right. is when. But I certainly have reservations about talking about dark, deep-seated emotional trauma with a robot, right? right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's something I would be okay with. But um well, I see, it's going to happen. It's it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. Right. And I also see um I also want people to understand uh with, you know, mental problems and stuff like that uh it was only what sixty, seventy years ago they were still giving people lobotomies. Oh man, really? Okay. So, <laughs> you know, um, uh, I was gonna ask. I, you. I, I figured we've we've came a long way, but at the same time, I th- I think you know me personally, um, I've dealt with my own issues personally as well. Um, I think uh, we're still trying to understand the human brain and how it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And I think we will continue to, right? I mean, it's never going to be, it's a, it's a really complex organism. So what can trigger, I mean, j- just the, you know, the idea of trying to assess what can trigger you, you know, because you see people, you know, I mean, and it happens to me too, right? Someone says the wrong thing and suddenly you kind of turn on a dime immediately. So it's really like trying to assess also how routines and sleep habits and all of these other things that you you engage in daily, how they impact your mental health. I mean, honestly, the goal for me, the long-term goal beyond this app is to really get people to treat their physical health the same way they do their mental health because we don't. It's a completely, like, almost two disparate systems, if you think about it. Um, I, but, was, I was I actually – I was actually how gonna, he- I was actually going to ask you. Um, yeah. So you said uh, it, it seems like it's getting worse lately. Uh, why do you think yeah. that? Do you think you do you think that that's why? Um, I I don't know. Uh, my own personal opinion is, uh, people don't get out and move anymore. They don't get out and do things yeah. anymore. Uh, mainly. Yeah, uh, I mean, look, I yeah, I, I was just gonna say I don't have to. I convince you both of this likely, but I mean, when you're in a pandemic situation and you're not allowed to go outside, you're not allowed to be within a certain distance of people. You're not allowed to have, I don't know. You're not allowed to, you know, really engage the way you used to. It's going to have an impact on your mental health. Um, And what you see actually more and more is like um, the manifestation of mental health in your work, right? In the workplace. So, I mean, you saw that I mean, you guys have you guys experienced it. I wasn't even there when this happened, but you saw people starting to leave their jobs because side hustles were more valuable and, and more uh, time effective for people and they could control their own schedules. And I think employers really need to kind of reevaluate 
one, how they treat employees, but also the prioritization of mental health in organizations. Because if you work people until they burn out, how can you expect to continue to, to retain a workforce and keep an organization running properly, right? And I guess the irony is burnout has been been around for like the past decade, but it, it was never recognized as a as a truly kind of uh, contributing to the bottom line economy mental health issue until after the pandemic. So it's just, it's like, you know, it takes, it takes a long time for these things to get on the map or to get top of mind for people. But uh, when they do, I think it's really, um, I don't know. Why is that happening still? I, I, can I, you guys hear me still? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Um, oh. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. I was just gonna chime in. Just, I was just gonna make a joke. Uh, yeah, you know how. Yeah, you, go ahead. You know how you people, you keep the people in line. You just whip them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll go back to uh, that. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a joke. Go back to that old uh, <laughs> United States forum of where we lock you in the factory till your shift's over. Yeah. <laughs> So, no, I mean, I, I I'm, think sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> she didn't get that. She didn't like that one. No, she <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's like, okay. yeah, okay. she's uh, Misha's thinking right now, why did I even call into this? Yeah, podcast? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking that. Don't worry. I know. I'm just Don't kidding. worry. But, uh, I, um, I, no, I, it's just that. Uh, I think it's. Um, I mean, I was just to just to conclude because I'm not sure where the cut, where the, the audio cut off. But um, I mean, <laughs> I, I think the, the bottom line is that um, the mental health issues that we experience right now are are really only going to proliferate. And so, if we don't have some solutions on the market that are catered for regular people, normal people that are not millionaires, that are that are, or that don't you know that can't afford a therapist or something like that, we're going to have more and more issues. Do you, do do you do you agree? I don't know. I don't know if you agree with this or not. But um, um, anyway, uh, I I've heard this. I don't know if this is true or not. But if you actually work out, um, you you can diminish your um, you know your uh, like. What, like, like depression? Or yeah, whatever. like your depression. Um, you could diminish that by working out and, um, you know, getting outside and doing things or whatever. Do you, I don't know. Do, do you agree with that or no? It depends on how serious you have it, right? I mean, I, I, I personally think that going outside and getting some air and taking a break and going for a run and doing things that are good for your body is never going to be detrimental to your mental health. Never. Um, you know, making sure that you are taking care of yourself is, is the best thing you can do. Right. But it's not the only thing that, that will help you. Right. And clearly people who have severe depression that need to take antidepressants and other things, it's it's hard to find the motivation to do that. That's 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 really the issue, right? If you're depressed, it's very hard to find the motivation to go for a walk or to leave your house. And so, but if you can find it, um, then you will definitely reap the benefit of that action in terms of leaving your house and being able to get some air and see things differently. But 
Yes, I mean I do agree with it, but I think it's uh, it's too simple a solution to uh, <laughs> to work for everyone. But I don't think it hurts you. No, if you, if you have the, if you have the wherewithal and the ability to be able to go for a walk every day or um, or to yeah to uh, yeah obviously to to take care of yourself to eat healthy so on i mean these things are definitely not going to hurt you to get a good night's sleep but there are also little things you can do like muting the notifications on your phone so that you know you're you're just for a while unreachable and you have uh, some time for you tell my wife that's that. something that you can do even <laughs> if you're at home yeah uh, yeah there's a there's definitely certain times i just shut my phone off yeah, I think it's so healthy to do that, really. I mean, I know that it probably pisses other people off, but at the end of the day, you, you have to care about you, right? Well, no one else is going to care okay, about you, okay, so okay. you need to do it for yourself. I have, I have argued with my wife on this. So, like, in the middle of the night, we'll, she'll get, a, like, a, a message or whatever, and then it'll, like, you know, it'll uh, beep or whatever, and then... Um, and then I'm like, uh, what the heck are you doing? And anyway, she, oh, there's somebody emailing me or whatever. And I was like, shut the sound off. Well, just shut the sound off on your phone. And she goes, I can't do that because I got, you know, I got my kids and my grandkid. I can't shut the sound off because if something happens, I need to know. So I don't know. Sounds like anxiety. Could be, I don't know. Or or some kind of FOMO, right? That's also why people don't shut off their phones. It's because they don't want to miss any information, which on some level I get. Like if my mom was, you know, if something happened to one of my family members, they were in the hospital, of course the phone would be on, right? Because I, wouldn't, I would need to know. I'd need updates immediately. But generally, I don't know. Again, you kind of have to weigh what's more important to you, right? I mean, it's a little right. bit like... It's a little bit like, you know, okay, I care about my family a lot, but if I don't sleep, I'm going to be not, you know, present with my kids. I'm not going to be able to pay them attention. I'm not going to be able to work the next day. It's like the problem is it has so many ramifications down the road that we just don't think about. And, uh, you know, because we're just living in that one moment. And, uh, you know, I would. I, well, I'm not your wife's therapist, but I would. (laughs) I would tell her that, like. Maybe there's, um, maybe she can leave, you know, I don't know, maybe turn the phone off on the weekends and or something, you know, find some kind of compromise where, you know, yes, I understand the need to have the phone on all the time and to be connected all the time. I get that. But think about what you're sacrificing when you do that. Right. I want to move to Switzerland, live in the mountains and not have a phone. <laughs> that would be amazing. That'd be awesome. <laughs> if you want to reach me, you'll have to Indeed, send a, you'll yeah. have to send a pigeon with a note. Something cool like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if yeah, you guys no. have. I don't I know if you guys have with a big bell. Yeah, cow with a big bell. I don't know if you guys have pigeons over in Switzerland or not. You guys got pigeons over there? Yes, we have pigeons here. Okay, just checking. No, Sean's just messing with you. Um. Anyway, <laughs> no. Uh, to be honest with you, what you're saying is uh, great. Um. Uh. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Like. I guess. I guess I gotta. The funny thing is, is uh, if I tell my wife, you know, you know, like a lot of times I'll just set my phone down and 
freaking walk away from it forever, you know, for, you know, eight hours or so. And she she doesn't do that, you know what I'm saying? And uh, Yeah, but that's also, I don't know, I could never do that either. <laughs> <laughs> for eight hours? No, I could never <sighs> do that either. Uh-uh. See, I, I mean, I can go, I... <laughs> Yeah, I can go maybe an hour or an hour and a half, but beyond <laughs> that, no, I can't. Well, I just remember. But the again, but again, it, it for me, for me, the sleep is way more important. So actually, at night when I get ready to go to bed, I turn off all the notifications and I and I sleep properly. So f- again, for me, those eight hours, I guess technically, I'm not next to the phone, right? Because it's it's kind right. of not switched off, but it has the notification switched off. But but during the day, I no, I could never walk away for eight hours. Yeah, yeah, see, I remember the, I remember the good old days when there was no cell phones. Yeah, me too. People call your house, yeah. and it's like, hey, is Nisha there? No, she's out. Shit. All right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one knew where you were. I know. It was like an adventure. Yeah. Where is she? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah. you know, to be honest, if, if I can bring it back to mental health for just a second, yeah. I mean, a lot of issues come from the phone. <laughs> like there are a lot of issues that come from being on your phone for too long really too long i mean like this idea of like i don't know gaslighting and catfishing i don't right. know maybe i'm dating myself but that never that never existed and i mean that never existed even through my my university years so it's really these are really relatively new phenomenon that are coming because of the phone, because of the fact that you have the internet on your phone, you can doom scroll yourself into a depression. Right. So it's really like there is some benefit in being away from your phone. Right. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree with that. Oh, um, me too. Yeah. I. Uh, I don't know. Like in the future, I mean, with all this AI stuff coming out, um, you know, we're not going to know what's real or not. I mean, the the. I mean, the AI is going to do the catfishing, probably. You know what I'm saying? Uh, eventually. Um, well, as long oh, as it's Stormy Daniels, I hope so. What? Nothing. I didn't hear what you said. No, go ahead. Anyway, go ahead. I, anyway. Don't know who that, I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm just saying, yeah, that, I mean, yeah, we're uh, eventually we're not going to know what's real or what's fake. Um, and then a person could just say it's fake, even though it was real. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, of course. Uh, People are already doing that. I yeah, mean, it's, too, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, we got the deep. That. We got the deep fake videos now. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I, I we're just not gonna know what's real. And then, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean. I mean, history is probably going to be erased. To be honest with you, they're going to re, they're going to redo history eventually, and then some. Some kid in fifty years is going to look at a video of Biden shaking Putin's hand or something, and then they're going to be like, "Oh, yeah," <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. 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 No, I mean it, that's. I think it's, and I really, yeah. You mentioned a really good point, which is that it's <laughs> technology has a lot of benefits, but uh, you know, it, from a mental health standpoint, there are only going to be more issues now that come. Are you talking to someone real? Are you talking to a robot? Are you talking to, 
Now, when you tell your secrets to an AI versus a therapist, what are they obligated to keep? I mean, like, there's just so many issues that can come up now that it makes me scared for the future generation. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I think that's I why it's so, it's so important. It's so important for us to try and help each other through it because they're not, they're not diminishing in number, the, you, the, the mental health issues. And are, so whatever we can do to try and build a kind of community around you know, sharing, sharing problems with each other, honestly and openly thinking about potential solutions, how we can help each other through difficult times. I know it, it really sounds like this hippie Woodstock moment, but really what I'm envisioning is just, you know, a group of four or five people that you don't know, they don't know you, but you're all suffering from the same thing together and you're holding each other's hands through some really difficult moments and they get you in a way that no one else could get you because they're going through it too. And that's really for me the big differentiator. I, I don't want to talk to a therapist unless she's all also been suffering from anxiety, unless she's also been, you know, you know, a, a victim of a car accident or whatever the what, issue what, is, why right? Do you because say, why they do you can't say she? possibly she or he. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, they. I'm not. Uh, we're just. I'm just yeah, getting into just the pronouns now. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course. Bring it up. Bring it up. Yes, I said she because I'm a she, but uh, he, she, he, they, it. Maybe I don't know. Sexist. Whatever comes next with the with the pronouns, yes. Um, yeah. It's just I I think if we don't help each other find a way through, it's gonna be it's gonna be excruciating to try and navigate the mental health uh, mental health arena. I agree. I I I would uh I would say talking to somebody who has dealt or is dealing with the same issues you're dealing with, and you guys talk. Yeah, I think that could be definitely helpful. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because they're going to offer you insights that the a therapist never could. Right. right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's the hope. Yeah, <laughs> that is the hope. Yeah. Kind of um, treating each other. That's what it'd be. What What about What about uh, in Twenty, what was it? Twenty forty six, maybe. I don't know. I got it wrote down somewhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, twenty forty six, Valentine's Day, meteor supposed to hit the earth. Um, so what are we gonna do after that? AI, I take care. What's of it. happening in 2046? I'm sorry, I don't even know what what what, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening in 2046? They're saying they're saying in 2046 a meteor is going to strike the the earth and it'll be Oh, really? Wow, this is a really doomsday podcast. I had no idea well, that we were going down the <laughs> no, we're the not. apocalypse uh, the apocalypse <laughs> rabbit no, hole. No, no, no. No, we got uh, uh no, the United States has actually uh things that they can do to you know move move the meter out of the way but anyway i guess but anyway <laughs> um uh no we were just saying uh i mean if you if you get down to it um if you get down to it whenever uh you know if if things go bad 
eventually, then, like, I don't know. I mean, what was it? Uh, a Swiss, a Swiss, a Swiss bank quit. Did they get taken over also? Oh, wow. Yeah, here we go. Okay, well, this is, I mean, of course, it's timely and relevant for, for this conversation, given that it's, I'm in the thick of it. Yes. Um, Swiss mini banking collapse, call it, and the merging of two of the largest banks in, in Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, that's that's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, so, so two other big banks took over uh, another bank, and then they're even bigger now. Right, so that's that's yeah, a problem. Of course that's actually a problem. But anyway, I mean, I don't know. I just it it it, it, ha it happened once already, right? In two thousand eight, when the the banks were, were they didn't instead of merging, they were bailed out. And this time, rather than the government bailing them out, they're basically telling them to, to get together. So it's really like uh, I mean, that's Biden. I don't know. In the I, I don't know much <laughs> about the I don't know much about the financial system, but it's it just strikes me as just ridiculously unfair that these guys always, they always find a way out of crises. It's like, I'm trying to think of anything that would like be similar. It's like a, a kid that, that throws it, that kind of throws a tantrum and then never gets punished. Right. Know. Yeah. Like they always I find agree. A, I a way around. You. I so. agree with you 100%. Yeah. yeah. I need to be uh, whipped with the switch one time. Yeah, and then it wouldn't do any. Know, when, it yeah. wouldn't do any good. You would just still do it. <laughs> that's what this. That's what this well, is. I would. But <laughs> <laughs> right. But anyway, I have a hard time learning lessons, Randy. No, I mean, I just, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's just, um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, in today's climate, I don't have an answer for you here either. No, <laughs> I, I don't have any good. I don't have any good insights to bring to that because I am, uh, I'm a victim as well as you are. Like anyone who is a customer of these banks is gonna suffer. <laughs> so it's like, right. I don't know. Put your money under your pillow or in the mattress, <laughs> like they did in the, the old days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, I. It's like, yeah. I don't really. I mean, I would just. I don't know. I'm. I'm now. I'm becoming doomsday too. See what oh you guys God. are doing here. Oh man! Uh, yeah, yeah, no, please, no, no, no. Please I do. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get back to. Let's get no, back what to. Would it, what would it look like? I mean, what if one of the big? I don't know. What if one of the big big banks really just went under? Would that really be the end of the world? Uh, I, don't, I don't think it'd be the one, end of the world. One bank out of fifty. I don't really know if. I it's think. I think we would go back to maybe the barter system. You know, you, I'll give you a chicken. You give me a piece of bread. Okay. Well, I have a lot of cheese and chocolate here, so I. I bet you do. <laughs> I bet she does. I too. want some of that chocolate. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I take the cheese too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn it. We need to go to Switzerland, Randall. Yeah, we do. Uh, but anyway. We'll probably never come back. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Have to make sure I take our, all our podcast equipment. Yeah. It'll be fun. Like a road show. Yeah. Well, we actually uh, we actually had a guy write in that I guess does a podcast in Switzerland, right? And... Uh, he said that. So, what are they? What language do they speak in Switzerland? Dutch? No, German, German, French, Italian, and English. Okay. Um, 
the, this guy who wrote in says that um, he recently just started doing this podcast in only English. He's trying to broadcast outside the Switzerland area, I guess. But I guess he lives in a mm-hmm. small, a small village town. Kind of like us. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. I mean, it's a good way to hone your skills, I suppose. Right. But yeah, I don't. I don't know who he is. It's. It's. I mean, it's sm- Switzerland is small, but not that that small. Right. So I don't know who that is. Um. So is is it you that wants to develop these games and the apps or whatever? Is it, or is it with you and your company? It's me and the well. So I'm a UX designer and a developer. So for me, it's kind of second nature to, to do some of the development myself. Okay. But of course, you know, it's 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 also the people who I started this with. So. The other Android developers, the other kind of marketing people, there are there are, there are a few people that are helping out with this, um, and so it's and but we're not developing the games. We're we're partnering with uh, another company called Games for Change that actually uh, that actually does that does have a library of games that are really tailored specifically to mental health. So we go through these. Um, and we contact the the game designers who have already designed those particular games just to try to kind of consolidate them or create a kind of library where, depending on what you want to learn more about or what you're suffering from, you have access to these games within our app. So that's what we're trying to do in the next iteration of, of the release, which should be, geez, hopefully before before the end of the summer, let's hope. Oh, really? That'd be cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we're trying. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of work, this, so we're trying to do as much as we can in the short time frame we have. Um, but we're aiming for the end of the summer to try and get everything, at least from a, from a design perspective, laid out so that we can, we can do the development and, and get that integrated. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, whenever, you, whenever you get that uh, up and going or whatever, Definitely email us, and, and we'll put that out there for people. Okay. Yeah, because sure. we definitely want... Thank you. Definitely, yeah, no problem. Definitely want people to be definitely aware of mental health, and there's places to get help besides traditional ways, you know? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's the goal, right? I mean, if we still live in a system where it's <laughs> where the only option you have is a professional or a robot... Right. Then I know I haven't done my job properly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hopefully this this really allows people to to explore it on their own and just come to terms too. I mean, I I also really want to iterate to whoever's listening on this podcast and and for you all. But um, it's not. I mean, having a mental health issue is there's no shame in it. I don't know. I know it sounds ridiculous. Probably it sounds like some. Yeah, you know, cheerleading effort or something. But it's like for me, talking about it, I understand why it's difficult for people and, and to relive to relive that and, and to have to go through that. But I just can't tell you how cathartic it is to to be able to talk to somebody who really understands who understands you that you're not paying, but someone who has like an investment in you because your health can help someone else's experience too. So yeah. It's for me just like I, I really hope the stigma around mental health goes away someday because it doesn't really make sense. We don't really have stigma around people 
when it comes to their physical health. I mean, and if anything, we are you know, touting and celebrating cancer survivors and, you know, these people who overcome really big odds. But in mental health, it's somehow just completely opposite. So, right. I mean, please don't feel ashamed. Don't feel ashamed to talk about what you're going through because you're not alone. I would feel like most people nowadays probably have some kind of mental problem. Whether it's uh, depression, anxiety, you know. I think everybody has a little bit of yeah. something. True. I mean, I think it's it depends on how severe and how much it impacts your daily life. But, yeah, no, it, it's definitely true. I think uh, more so now <laughs> than ever, uh, more so now than before. Maybe it happened before, too, but we didn't acknowledge it the same way. But now it's pretty obvious, you know suffering from and even you know these terms like depression anxiety burnout they've come they become pretty acceptable in society to have these things but there are still some things that aren't you know there are still some things that are not okay to have to, to suffer from and i think we need to kind of get on the same page that whatever trauma you suffered from in the past shouldn't define you now and um you know, even it, you know, if you do suffer from something that maybe is a little bit less relatable than the big, call it like the big umbrella ones, depression, anxiety, stress, whatever the the ones that that are kind of okay to have. Um, that it's all right. It's all right to have something that you know is a bit more niche and a bit more specific to you, and because you'll find you'll find an audience for that. There are other people suffering from the same thing you are out there, and the, I I believe you're probably just there. That that they're you're not connected this the right way. Maybe you're connected through social media platforms where you don't talk about this stuff, or right. um, you don't want to out yourself as having a an issue because it's connected to your public profile, right? So, right. I think if we can connect people in a in a content and purpose driven way where they can get together and talk about these things without feeling any shame, without feeling any guilt, and you know anonymously, so they're protected in their experiences. I think it's really going to help. Yeah, I think so too. Can, can I can I uh, interject here for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Randall. Okay, so um, um, okay, so I've I've been to a therapist, uh, cou- a counselor before, and anyway, therapist. They're called uh, therapists. No, 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 no. They're called therapists now. I probably it's kind of like I call them. They account. used to be waiters and waitresses. Okay, now they're called service. All right. Okay. Let's get real. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I've been I've been to one, um, and I I just didn't like. Um, yeah, we talked about stuff, but we didn't. You know, um, they never. I I guess I guess what I'm saying is they never dug deep into anything with me <coughs> or anything, and. Uh, the other thing I was gonna bring up is, what about um, hard times make hard men, and soft times make soft men? It, do you think that's what's going on right now? Um, I mean, yes and no. That's such a diplomatic answer. Yes and no, right? I I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think if you go through something traumatic, if you go through something that, that will, you know, that, that has ramifications, um, you know, whether it's something that happens to you or whether it's something you you have 
biologically, genetically, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I think on some level you become more tough, more mentally aware, more um, more resilient, call it. But I think it also it also serves as a factor in kind of cut in motivating you to cut yourself off a little more. I think um, there's a reason why people don't share these experiences openly. They don't talk about if they were abused. So they don't talk about uh, domestic violence. You know, like these are things that you don't talk about because you kind of have it in your mind that you can deal with it yourself. And yeah. I think that's dangerous, mm. right? Because uh, if you can't deal with it yourself, you're going to lash out and, and you're going to hurt someone else. And it's going to be someone who doesn't deserve it most of the time. That is a and true so statement, Misha. That is yeah. a very yeah. true statement. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I think you're... I was just going to say, um, real quick, uh, my grandpa, right? He, he, he was alive during World War II. He actually was enlisted in the Navy. Uh, he ended up getting rheumatic fever, whatever. But he was the, to be honest with you, um, everybody in my family, um, everybody in my family still says he was the most truthful with us, and he was the... Um, I don't know, like the, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, he was, uh, I, I guess you would say a patriarch or whatever, but he, he was, mm -hmm. he was also, um, uh, he was the one that was the most common sense out of all of us. And, uh, anyway, I don't know, just, I'm just saying, um, uh, you know he's gone now, so. Uh, but anyway, uh, I was just I was just saying that he he was um, he was the most important probably to my whole family. Yeah. But, yeah, and that's that's yeah tragic when that happens, and I'm sorry for your. Oh for no, your no, loss. That, yeah. no, that's. <laughs> talk about them and then he would you know and then at the same time you know talk about people that smoke or you know what i'm saying so anyway um i don't know it, it just uh he he was just yeah but i mean yeah i mean i just to, i mean I, I don't know him and i don't want to make any any preconceived notions because i'm i'm just hearing about him the first time right but it's like right. You know, did but you know, I bet, I bet, I'm willing to bet that he barely ever talked about his experience overseas, nor did he talk about going through the war, right, and the impact that that had on him. So, yeah, I mean, right. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just guessing, yeah, unless right. he was, unless he was open, unless he was open to discussing that. But likely, he was talking about other things, yeah, as yeah. a as yeah, a mask or as a deflect right. yeah, to right. for his own, yeah, for his own. Uh, 
yeah. And look, again, I don't, I don't want to make assumptions about everyone's different, right? I mean, that's the thing. Everyone deals with mental health so differently. That's why it's so challenging to diagnose a lot of things properly. So it's really, everybody has to do what's right for them. And if therapy works for you, then do it. I mean, absolutely. This is just an alternative to that because many people just can't afford it. I mean, therapy is expensive. So yeah. it's really like you need you need to really need it's like for me you really need to need it to pay for that. Right. And most of the time you can convince yourself out of it. You can convince yourself to say, "Well, I want to I want to put this money into a new car. I want to put this money to gas. I want to put this money for my mortgage, whatever else." And then your your mental health falls by the wayside. Right. Way that uh, this can help then why not? Right, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, that's the thing with L- mental illness, listen, you right? Guys, I'm it, really sorry, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to drop off pretty soon. <laughs> now I realize it's already four o'clock. No, um, no, 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 you're fine. You're totally but, fine, uh, Alicia. Yeah, yeah all totally right. Fine. I'm just I'm gonna have to to drop off the call fairly soon. But maybe is there is there some way that I can uh, sign off properly? Let's say. Yeah, go ahead. You can sign off properly right now yeah, if you tell, want to. Yeah, tell go us, ahead. Tell us if you got a <laughs> social media. Yeah, hit your hit hit all your points. Yeah, um, sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, if you're interested in the app and you want to give it a shot, it's uh, it's called Confidential Conversations. You can find it on the App Store or on Google Play. Feel free to download it. Um, and you know, like I said, see if it works for you. We're on all the major channels social media you can find us wherever the handle is um at confid convos feel free to follow us we're always posting um things we find interesting so other podcasts talking about mental health or new thought leadership coming out or new treatments around mental health or um you know thought or you know blog posts that we write specifically about mental health so um you can feel free to check out any of that and our website is confidconvos.com yeah just feel free to come on board, have a look. You know, if it works for you, that would make me so happy. If, uh, if you, you know, if you're, if you, your therapist works for you, then that's great too. But I guess the main point is get help if you need help. Don't wait because, you know, like I said, mental health doesn't go away by itself. Mental, mental health issues don't go away by themselves. They, they usually get worse. And, um, you know, try, try to get as proactive as you can in whatever way suits you. There you go. Yeah. Um, <coughs> and you thank you both very much for, oh, the, for hey, the time and for hey, the conversation. Hey, we huh? thank it was you. Great. Yeah, we, we thank, thank you for coming on for real, sure. Real quick, real quick. Oh, boy. I just got <laughs> what do you think about 15-minute cities? That's not going to be good, is it? What do I think of? Think about what? 15-minute cities. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. okay. Randy's trying to draw us into another <laughs> conversation. That's what he's trying to do. No. Nisha, no, we well, appreciate yeah. you coming on. <laughs> Thank sorry. you very much. Um, we will. Okay. If cool. you if you don't care, we will promote your thing uh, for the next couple months. If you're okay with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah, go for it. As long cool. as you want to, go for it. Cool deal. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. And then, uh, all right. Also, we would definitely love to have you back on later in the show once. You know, once you get your thing up and going, we'll keep in touch and email if that's all right with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, feel free to reach out anytime. Perfect. Well, Nisha, we thank you for Thanks, coming guys. on. Thanks, yep. Have a very good morning. Thank you. Thank you.
Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, there we go, Randy. She came on. What about... <laughs> you don't know what Here he goes. Minutes, fuck no. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> oh, shoot. What's a 15-minute city? Like Indianapolis? No. No, they're... Uh, actually, they created a couple in Europe. Really? Yeah, that's why I was asking. I figured uh, I figured our uh, our our city that we live in would be a fifteen minute city. <laughs> it probably is because it's be so small. It probably is to be honest with you. But this uh, is our town. <laughs> but what I was getting at was, uh, yeah, fifteen minute city is like, okay, you're not allowed to leave this area. Ah, uh, got you. And you got everything you need within fifteen minutes from you. I so got you. Yeah. So then you would need like you know some kind of pass to get right, right, right. from one okay one, so one it, side to the other. So it's kind of like um what which you don't have to have a pass obviously. Oh no, but no, um, no, no. um but yeah you do. Well, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about uh, Key West right because okay. I've I've been to Key West. Me and my wife went down there. Um, there is everything's in walking distance. Right. You know what I mean? Like anything you need, food, grocery store. Anything doesn't matter. It's all right there. It's all fifteen minutes away, for sure, right? But you can just walk freely. You don't have to fucking yeah. You don't have to have a, like a card. It's like hey, well no no. no. Can I go? I don't. I don't. Can think I go past I, this? I, this is <laughs> never okay. I I would say this is never gonna happen in the United States. But they've actually created them in Europe. Um, I think in um, England. They did one. Yeah. Uh, well, they ain't going to do that in Switzerland. Well, oh, no. Here's what they did. They put up barricades. Oh, like, like the Berlin Wall? I guess. Are you for real? Yeah, they put up, Holy barric- shit. They put up barricades, and they put up cameras. Uh, and then people are, like, spray-painting the cameras. Well, fuck yeah. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, hey, we've already been through this. Yeah. Are, you, are you trying to put up walls? Are you trying to put up walls again? Fucking Nazis! <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> no, I just, I just didn't know. I, I was surprised that she didn't even know about them. That's true, but she lives in Switzerland, so yeah. Well, she's gonna be the neutral of nukes. I'm guessing they're gonna be the last to. Uh, you know what's crazy is like it's so small of a country, right, Switzerland? Mm-hmm. But they just don't give a shit about anybody else. They're <laughs> right? just like stay out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, you know what they say, Randy. Dynamite comes in small packages, so <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe Switzerland could fuck people up, <laughs> and no probably people like maybe the governments know, right? Well, they got the but Swiss like army now. A citizen, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they invented that, what else do they have? Yeah, I know. <laughs> maybe they have the Swiss army bomb. Fuck you up ten <laughs> right. ways from Sunday. You know right. what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, party people, we've got to go. I'm sorry. I wanted to get to more news today, but. It's not going to happen. Nisha did call in. Uh, appreciate her calling in. Fucking from Switzerland. Can you believe that? We got Switzerland people coming on the show now. That's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. We've came a long way thank since you, we started. Thank you, Nisha. Yeah, thank you, Nisha, for sure. We appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you sharing experiences. We appreciate you sharing the mental health um, advocacy that you have. Um, Definitely, yeah. So I could use that. Yeah, me, <laughs> me too. I'm not going to lie. I might have to check this app out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it might change my life. Yeah. Um, 
But anyway, we appreciate you all listening and watching, the viewers that watch. Um, uh, we're going to sign off. It's uh, basically lunchtime in our area. She's getting ready for dinner. We're getting ready for lunch. Isn't right. that weird? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Time. Time. Who knows? But anyway, we're going to hop off here. Uh, appreciate everybody listening this week. Hope you enjoyed Nisha coming on the show. Um, if you want to, check out those apps. Check out the the uh, websites that she put out there for you guys. Um, if any of if any of you just want to check it out, to check it out. Or if you know somebody with mental health or if you yourself uh, has to deal with mental health issues. Um, mental health is definitely a rampant situation. I mean, we live in different times. I don't. I, my personal feeling is, it's like, techni- technological advances have happened faster than our brains can process, and now, like, everybody's into like, oh, they said this about me on social media. Oh, they said this. They said, th-. you know, people get depressed. People get That's upset. Right. Um. You can say whatever you want about this show. Me and Randy just don't give a shit. We're just like, yeah, that's just one beer away from <laughs> being forgot about. Right. <laughs> just kidding. Anyway, not going to put anybody out there, but uh, thank you, Nisha, again for coming on from Switzerland. Um, we appreciate that, definitely. Um, hopefully, we're going to have some more guests from overseas. I know we got a, a guy that wants to come on here. from. He's from Switzerland as well, and he, ha- and he has his own podcast that he just went strictly English with. For whatever reason, I'm not sure, but that's what he said. So, anyway, party people, we're going to end the show. Uh, it's been almost two and a half hours. That seems like it's been long enough. It's been long enough. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Thank you for coming on. Oh, look, Randy's waving with his hand, with his <laughs> face away. <laughs> uh, anyway, we appreciate you guys. Thank you very much for listening this week. Uh, sorry about last week with the audio, but now it's fixed. Hopefully it's going to stay fixed, but hey, we don't know what's going to happen. Never know. Well, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen out here in the sticks. Hell, we're running all this podcast off fucking 12-volt batteries. <laughs> 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 but anyway... Appreciate you. Thank you very much. I'm Sean. And I'm Randy. And this is Rule America.